I'm Dara M. Wilson. And I'm Yasmin Khan. This is Money Haha, the podcast where smart, funny friends bring money talk out of the shame drawer and onto the table. Each week, we discuss one of those money topics that pretty much everyone struggles with, but nobody feels comfortable talking about. And this week, we have a very special guest. He is a comedian, writer, and actor. He performs regularly at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater, has written for AP Bio and NBC, and Miracle Workers on TBS. It's Zeke Nicholson! Hello. That's like Blue from Blue's Clues. I, yeah, I'm having like a it. Blue's Clues moment for some reason. I like that. I wish that followed me around everywhere <laughs> I was introduced. Just as you walked into every store, like... It's like a very mild hip-hop horn. Like, yes! Yeah. Not nearly as... Nah. I feel like at all. <laughs> I feel like that's your vibe. Yeah, I think like that's right. a mild, a mild hip hop horn. That's uh, truly that is dead accurate. That, that couldn't. That is like that should be my Twitter bio. A mild hip hop horn. Yep, I'm gonna change that after the this. Essence of my being. Yes. Yes. Very I'm, good. I'm happy to gift you with. Thank that. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. How are you doing, Zeke? I'm good. Yeah. Um, it's hot outside today, it and it's like just really starting to change. And I feel like my wardrobe is in the midst of it's, it's summer. Zeke is on the way. So, uh oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Get I ready. It's a hot knees. girl summer. It's a hot, it's yeah. a hot girl summer, and I'm <laughs> trying to find my place in that. So, um, what what is the difference? Between... I have just more shorts. It's like I get to the point where I'm like, all right, these are jeans that I've worn throughout the year. It's time to cut them and make them convertible shorts oh. and then get some new jeans in the mix, you know? Yeah. Oh, so, everyone loves a cutoff. Everyone loves a cutoff, yes. Right? And I, yeah, I was really into cutoff. I, my college friends used to make fun of me because I was a big jort guy. I loved jorts. <laughs> I loved like long jorts specifically. Wow, uh, that's and it was a like, strong look. Yeah, yeah. But now jorts are in again. Oh yeah, and have yeah. been for the last little while. And so I like, yeah, I didn't wear the cool version where it's like either cut off or rolled up at the bottom, which is also it's that's going out a little bit too. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I've always been a jort guy, and I'm going to stay strong on that because th- through the through the ebbs and flows of jort popularity, <laughs> you can catch me steady. So. Yeah, that's my. So you you have to know who you are exactly, yep. and just stay where where that is. Right. Let fashion adjust around. That's you. right. Yes. That's right. And right now, everybody is doing anything that looks like a dad jean or a mom jean. Well, that's what it. Fashion is fashion, but style mm. that's a whole other thing. That's well, right. From inside of you. That's right. That's true. Not everybody can walk around looking like they're. Recruiting for a cult in their flowy pants, <laughs> like I am. That is an, a weather appropriate outfit. Yes, though, you know? I feel great. Yeah. Yeah. And I have some literature for you that I'd love to share with you after the show Please. about my cult. <laughs> yeah, great. I'm in. I need an oh, activity great. for the summer. Sure. <laughs> We're very accepting of jorts, it turns mm. out. Yes. <laughs> yes, this is the place for me. Just the flowy kind. Yeah. If you can get those jorts to flow, <laughs> Ooh, right, right in. A flowy jort. Yes. I do think that part of the jort is that it's like a little tight. You know? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta it's be able to see like that ass in the joint. Fun centric. You know? yeah. I was 100%. Say. <laughs> yeah. It was really a good focus there. Totally. If you got it, flaunt it. Right. That's what they say, right? right I think right, right. that's the way to do it. You're not seeing me walking around in any jorts. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I need more help than that. <laughs> Yasmin, how are you doing over there? Oh, I'm pretty good. I made a commitment to not wear any pants while I'm in Los Angeles this week. And by not wear any pants, I mean only wear skirts. Okay. And it is treating me very <laughs> You're nicely. not Donald yeah. Ducking it. Yeah, I'm not Donald <laughs> Ducking it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm considering it now. Yeah. I'm right. Pull that off. Just a long enough. I think you're allowed to Donald Duck it if you are next to a body of water. So as long as you oh, stand next sure. to the pool. The rules are entirely different yeah. if there's a body of water nearby. I saw a woman at the lake last week where she just basically had a piece of string wrapped once, not even twice, around her body. And it was totally acceptable. Was it, though? Because you're talking about it right now. (laughs) everyone around us was like, I mean, she also had, like, a firm enough body such that everything was just in place. Mm -hmm. I think that if things had been askew, like, it might have, like, people might have had, like, she just looked like she came into the world that way. And, um, yeah, she was going to get wrapped back in our package later that night. and Sent on her way. Yeah, sent on her way. It was just, like, fully complete. Did you take pictures? No, that's so rude. I could just talk about her on the internet (laughs) to everybody. It's the extent. Yeah, I'm the rude one. I'm not a demon. 
This one is better, too, because we get to project what we think she might That's look like. That's right. You know? That's right. Yeah, my four-year-old niece was sort of like, I see that woman's butt. Like, yes, you do. <laughs> when I had, like, the teeny, tiny, itsy-bitsy little body, I didn't do anything with it. Yeah, I mean, I was raised Muslim, so I did not <laughs> own a. I did not wear like my shoulders didn't see the light of sun until oh, wow. college. Like I wore cardigans over tank tops, and I grew up in Orange County, so it'd be like a hundred degrees, and I was fully covered all the time. Wow! I did have, you go to college and were like, oh, they're out of sight? Like, hello, <laughs> you know, shelters. I, yeah. I internalized <laughs> it so much; it took me a really long sure. time. That makes I sense. still barely like I do it a lot more now, mm-hmm. but it took a long time, and I think I've only ever owned a two piece bathing suit like for the briefest moments in my yeah. life so not a rebellion didn't in, uh, kind of create a rebellious phase i think right i away. really appreciate the modesty of islamic wear just mm-hmm. because it allows me to really just what's the word um be depressed Got it. that's that word <laughs> and just cover up and just be like a little tortilla of me mm-hmm. just wrapped up um under the guise of modesty sure yeah that's yeah. right. I can act like, oh, it's because I don't want to be judged by my yeah. beauty or my wealth or my body. I just want to be judged by my character. Sure. Culture so, is the best yes. cover for depression. <laughs> Truly, yeah. it was like, I do not want anyone to see or know me. <laughs> what, yep. about, what about you, Zeke? Uh, two pieces? Yeah, two pieces. Yeah. Honestly, though. It's, uh, it's that top piece, though. It's that top piece, yeah. I do think that, like, swim trunks also hit about at the same length that a good jort should mm. hit at. It's just like... <laughs> So you're doing – wait, 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 wait. We were wait, wait, wait. so enthusiastic. Back. <laughs> Let's back up a moment. Are your are you talking about the swim shorts that are like up, like halfway up the thigh or towards the knee more? I would say like kind of in between. Okay. The sort of like yeah. shortish short. But it's very funny. Yeah. It's like I, every – not Daisy Duking it. Not Daisy Duking it. Not quite. Um <laughs> But, like, long, long baggy shorts used to be such a thing. And, like, I'm glad that we're in a, an era now where it's, like, kind of cool to wear. Yeah. Little, yeah. Because like, it's sloppy. All it these is. guys walking around in culottes, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but talk about flowy fabric. It was, like, the, oh, I look at pictures Django. of me in high school and, like, oh, my. They, like, double. Everything was double XL for me. And it's insane. It's such a crazy. <laughs> really, it really does not is. fit my body. It's just a thing that we all were, like. Yep. Yep. That's fine. It looks so bad now. (laughs) So bad. I think about that all the time. Like, I feel very normal today. I feel like I'm wearing normal clothes. And in 20 or 30 years, if I have a kid, like, are they going to look back and be like, what? It's pretty crazy. Yeah. That's like, that's why I think it's that fashion versus style thing. Because if you're dressing for fashion, yeah, your kids are going to be like, what yeah. was that? Silver <laughs> spandex, like, yeah. Right. Low get worm ask get up. Yeah. I do remember that in the 80s when everybody was walking around with a glow worm. I yeah. miss those times. <laughs> I didn't even know what that is. What is it? It's um, not, I'm making it up. I don't know why she said A glow, glow worm. worm is, I meant like the aesthetic of like just glow neon. The glow, the neonness. Yeah. Yes. Not literally. I thought that was like an accessory that I was unaware <laughs> no. of. The the little glow worm that used to wear a sleeping hat? Yeah, exactly. He was stuffed and you would mm. take him to bed with you? Mm-hmm. That might be what I yeah, was talking okay. about. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, we're all there. Yeah. If we can backtrack and you can insert that knowledge into your brain mm-hmm. as you listen to this, yes. that would be great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But the point is, we're back. We're happy to be back to a day where people just wear clothes that fit them. That's right. Yeah. I'm very happy. Yeah, we're but right. I'm telling you, in a couple of decades, you're going to look back and be like, I can't believe I wore this. No, I, I don't I cut think so. the bottoms off of my jeans so you could see my cool shoes. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right. That's a crazy thing, these gigantic pants. And people were spending so much money on shoes. Yeah. And you can't see them. You can't see them. That's crazy. Right. First it's, it was joggers that was like, oh, this is how I showcase my shoes. Yeah. But then joggers are sort of on the way out now, too, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I, my— my father gifted me, I think maybe I have talked about this on this podcast. My father gifted me a pair of white Tims, um, which is like something I would never buy for myself. And actually, I just sent him a picture. I was like, isn't this cool? And he was like, yeah, it turns out they don't really make them. So I had to get them special made. But like, I got this thing together. And whoa. so check your mail. Oh, wow. And I was like, whoa. And every time I wear them, I wear them with shorts. Because everybody needs to see <laughs> yeah. them. Yeah, this is how much my daddy loves me. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> Sentimental value to your shoes. That's good. Yeah. 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 Oh, my gosh. I have no idea how to transition into our topic of the yeah. week. So I think we're just going to dive right in. Speaking of pools and shorts and... That was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I lost it and I trailed off. I lost my confidence. There were a couple of connected words there. That's all you need. 
This week, we are talking about biweekly pay, budgeting around the schedule of biweekly pay, and making that money last for two weeks. Um, Yasmin, do you have anything else to set up the topic, or should we just get into the no judgment zone? I think we just get into the no judgment zone. This is the segment where we share our own experience with this week's topic without judging each other. And Zeke, would you like to start it off? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else goes so I can get the flow. Yasmin's going to start us off. Thank oh, okay. you very much for that, Yasmin. I feel like I got bullied. That's good improv is you say no when uh, right. <laughs> somebody offers you something. It's no but, <laughs> yes, right? no but, yep. <laughs> But seriously, go ahead. <laughs> no, but really, you can. God damn it. <laughs> I was trying to think before we started. I, I, like, told my story of making ramen and putting peas and carrots in it um, and how I almost killed that hamster. So we don't want to go back there. I didn't almost kill a hamster. What? Who's in the ghost in here? I don't know. Um, <laughs> um, when I first moved out to San Francisco, I was working for a startup, and there was a moment during my time at that startup where Friday came, and it was payday, and there was no money in my account. And there was a glitch with payroll, and nobody at the company got paid. <gasps> the glitch was that we were desperately bleeding money and failing as a company and didn't have the money to pay for people. And people were freaking out. And I was, like, getting angry because, like, rent is about to come and my roommates are not going to want to hear that there's a glitch with the payroll. And then in in the back of my head, which was confirmed when I talked to my mother, was, yeah, but why are you just waiting for that paycheck to pay for your rent? Aren't you saving parts of your paycheck from other paychecks? And, like... Can you not? (laughs) Yeah. But I I, here's, okay. So saving to me presupposes that you're making a certain amount of money where that is even a reality. Exactly. And I think for so many people, myself included, it's just not like. You're just not there. Yeah. And that's a nice idea. Yeah. It is. (laughs) But the math just doesn't add up. (laughs) And I know like your account will be like, well, do 10% of every paycheck. You're like, well, when I'm getting $19, it's like, (laughs) I'm not going to put 90 cents into a savings account. Like, yeah. Right. That's what 10% of. Yeah. yeah, 19 cents. You guys get. No, it's where a dollar ninety. Right, right, something like that. <laughs> we just. I'm it great has with money. A one I'm great with math. Has and a I'm nine. Great with money. I literally forgot what amount I said, and then I was like, oh, "What's ten percent of an amount that I forgot already?" <laughs> we math here, real good. <laughs> we math excellent. Um, yeah, I was, like I, I have what I need right at that moment. I was very much living paycheck to paycheck and was like you can't mess with people's money like that because things are coming up i was listening to so much like what is it like reagan youth like all that kind of Mm -hmm. music that you listen to like suicidal tendencies just like (laughs) i'm mad at the world i'm a teenager and i have so many feelings that's the kind of music i listen to when i get angry um very cathartic it's very cathartic but it's very bleak there's like a lot of (laughs) blood and death and I'm like yeah that's right death to the man Uh, I'm not crazy you're the one that's crazy you're driving me crazy and institutionalized yeah yeah yeah, I, I'm feeling institutionalized. Suicidal tendencies. Pepsi. Yeah. All I want is a Pepsi. Yeah. Just one Pepsi. Well, <laughs> I'm stuck. <laughs> We're stuck in a suicidal tendencies loop. I guess I feel shame that I didn't have empathy for the founders of the company who obviously didn't want to not pay us. Um, they weren't cruelly, like, twirling their mustaches and not giving people money but at the same time, like, they were paying their mortgages and they had, um, you know... They were founders, and in general, founders have safety nets um, that make them a little less risk-averse than some other people. So I, I, maybe I'm going back on that. Maybe I don't feel bad. <laughs> I know. You shouldn't. Okay. No way. I absolved myself fault. of that. Yeah. That's all their fault. Um, but, yeah, it was rough. And then, um, you know, we were talking about this before. Sometimes uh, pe- people who love you are, are not helpful. <laughs> like, That's a kind of love. But it's... <laughs> It was definitely love, and it was definitely like, and how can we make sure this doesn't happen again? But I was like, no, I just need you to be here with me right now where we are mad at the people who did the thing. Be on my side. Have my back right now, and then let's talk about how to not make this happen later. (laughs) That was my story, Yasmin. 
What's your no judgment story? There was a period of my life where I had many service industry jobs. Um, I'm very bad at service. I'm very good at receiving service. I'm very bad at providing. <laughs> mm. You know, that life. Sure. Because um, I just never knew, like, what to talk to. I, like, I'm a very, like, I want to talk to people, meet them. And they'd be like, I just want to tell you what I want to eat. And I'd be like, oh, but your baby's so cute. And they're like, go get me the food, lady. And you also <laughs> have trouble carrying things. <laughs> you have the weakest wrists in the world. <laughs> they are just all my joints. We talked about my ankles in another episode. <laughs> like, it's just all ugh, useless. And so in the service industry, your paycheck varies, f- like, so much depending on tips. And so I remember going through a period of time where, like, just as a fluke, I think people were just feeling generous and nice to me. I would get tips sometimes. Then I would, like, sort of allot my money out and try to pay things off. And then the next pay period, I would have, like, half or a third of that money because I just didn't get tipped as well during that period. And... I think that I was at a place in my life where I was really feeling more like reacting to everything. Like everything's happening to me. Yeah. It's just happening to me. And I'm just – it's just – like I'm just being sloshed around the ocean. And I wasn't yet in a place of my life where I was like, no, no, I can take control of this. Like I can instead of, you know, being like, oh, my God, I got good tips. I'm going to go out and get drinks and chill. Like I could have said, think about two weeks from now when you have rent due <laughs> and the <laughs> fact that – you might not get tipped this well next week. I could have sort of ha- exercised that foresight and that discipline, but I just wasn't there in my life yet. A- so it was just like I just felt like I was being boomeranged around. And I think the biggest thing that I'm going to try not to judge about myself was that I wasn't yet in a place in my life where I was taking a lot of ownership over the circumstances I was in. It's that executive reasoning. But sometimes you yeah. just got to wait for that brain to catch up. Big time. That's, that's what I was going to say. You can't cortex. fake yeah. that either. No. And that's a problem. It's like, yes, yeah. Yeah. I really remember this is relating to my aunt having a conversation with my mom about my cousin who followed me now. Do the math. Okay. My aunt yeah. talking about her son who's okay. my cousin. and um, But she was just like – I don't understand. He was in high school. She's like, why won't he do his homework? Why won't he? I can't. He all just like he's distracted by girls. He's distracted by track and field. Like, and it was just like, because his brain can't handle, doesn't yeah. know. Right. You he know? still has a lizard brain. Right. And I think like th- that is just like, it doesn't, it just, you can't accelerate that process. You're no. where you're at. And yeah. yeah, I think this is another outlet of that exact same, those systems. Yeah. It's so weird too, that you cannot properly remember what that feels like. Yeah. Like once you have it, oh, yeah. you can't conceive of a right. world where you don't have it. Yes. Everyone else is just Isn't trash. Right. Totally. You're like, <laughs> all you have to harder. do is yeah. like, this and this. Yeah. Like, my brain won't do that. No. Yeah. It sounds nice. It's like my husband's like, well, if you want to f- be more fit, just get up in the morning and exercise. And I'm like, if you want to be married, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> And then you hit him with a dab and moonwalk out of the room. <laughs> yeah. And music starts playing from somewhere. A light hip-hop horn. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> like, who's that? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's my friend Zeke. Some I carry guy. him around with me. <laughs> <laughs> and just like in a baby Bjorn, but on the yep. back. Just it. <laughs> Ready for a sort of like mild punctuation that's when right. points happen. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Cool. What yeah. About, yeah. What about yeah. I don't know that join I have us. like. A, yeah. For sure. I'd love to join you. Is this seat open? Um. I like. I don't know that I have like a concrete story necessarily, but like, uh, this topic sort of appealed to me specifically in, in one particular way, which is like when you get paid every two weeks. Eating food is a really – there's a weird outlet where it's like groceries are undeniably cheaper than eating out. But groceries cost like $100 in one fell swoop. And mm-hmm. I so clearly remember being like, I can't – It's it was more painful or conceivable to me to spend like 8 bucks on a burrito every day versus like $100 in one chunk. Like I – that – because I would like – I would have to, like, check my account and make sure. I was like, I always got $8 in there. Like, right. I don't always got $100 in right. there, you know? And right. so, but it is a weird thing where it's, like, it's the sort of smaller, sooner reward at the expense mm-hmm. of the larger, later reward. And it's, yeah, it's that perspective, again, where it's like, well, if I really sit down and think about the money, I'm like, if I just am more consistent about buying groceries, then I won't be hitting that point where I'm saving more long term. And so, yeah, but that that would happen to me a lot. And I think, like, I worked for uh, many service industry jobs as well and, like, just would really fluctuate, like, how much money was was coming in based on tips. Um, 
And yeah, it's just to, I am my dirty little secret is I'm not a budgeter, and I never really have been, and I to this day still <laughs> do not. You're like, and I don't uh, have it in I, my future. I right honestly may never be a budgeter. <laughs> I might never do that. Uh, and now I can get away with it a little bit more too, which is dangerous because right. this is like, I'm, and I'm not reckless, but um, yeah, I sort of like prefer to not know. I think that's also <laughs> a like 20s, a very 20s mindset yeah. that I'm sure I'll hit a point financially with that where it's like, eh, but it's the same. It's like my brain is. I don't know. I I'm, I keep good track of like where my money's at and like what's going on, but I don't really. I don't know. My accountant's like, "What's your monthly budget?" I'm like, "I don't know, roughly this." And he like <laughs> every year is like, "Again, <laughs> like, can you give me something a little more specific?" And I'm like, "I don't know." This is what I got. This is what's up. Yeah. Um, hey, isn't that your job? Isn't that yeah? Exactly. Like, <laughs> isn't that you, what I you tell for? me, right? right. Yeah. Um, that, that grocery store thing, I think, is so real, too, because it's not just that it costs you $100 all, all at once. It's also that it costs you time. Totally. Because all those ingredients, they don't just become a burrito. Right. <laughs> you have to, like, spend the time. Yes. Um, and I interview a lot of people for the day job part of our work <laughs> about their finances all across the country. And food, like that grocery store thing, is the number one thing people always bring up. They're like, I know that I could be eating at home more. But I just got off a 12-hour shift and my kid's Hell crying yeah. and, and so I just got to go through the drive through and just like do one little thing for myself that so that I don't melt and implode. Yeah. And also, hunger is immediate. Yeah. Like budgeting and feeling better for your future self is so ephemeral. But like I'm hungry right now. Yes. And I would like a <laughs> yeah. nugget. And actually, that is the one time that I can relate to my, my lizard brain mm. is when I am hungry. I suddenly devolve into yeah. like, I want it now. Totally. <laughs> Nothing else. Will do. I was going to ask in service industry, like all of this was sort of making me flash to like weirdly, even though it was more inconsistent, I when I was working service industry jobs, it was like tips were what I actually considered my income to be because mm-hmm. that was like the real money. And then it was like the every two weeks getting like $80 of my hourly wage was like, yeah. oh, I don't know that. It was just like extra. Right. That would, wasn't like a good, you know, I didn't consider that as like, oh, I worked hard and like. Got it. Yeah. Had a good week, you know? Like It wasn't your pay. Your paycheck was just like, oh, that'll pay for half my phone bill. Cool. Totally, yes. Like, that's already eaten up by some, like, regular thing. Absolutely, yeah. It was just sort of accounted for and wasn't like, I don't think, yeah, I have the sense of, like, it was always my tips money that was paying yeah, for everything. Yeah, that cash. Yeah. That cash. That I, sweet, oh, sweet, that sweet, sweet cash. Sweet, sweet cash. That yeah. darn knows I love to put in my bra. <laughs> Heck, yeah. I love to put, have that bra money just all the time. Yes, man, and I talk about how, uh, like, doing comedy introduces so much cash into mm-hmm. my well, life yeah. in a way Cut that— so much cash, though. Let's be clear. So many $1 bills. <laughs> oh, right. yeah. Sorry. I mean, like, the physical amount of it, not the value of mm. it. And, dr- and drink tickets. Yeah. Because I could pay my bills with those. Right? <laughs> it does feel more valuable. It, yeah, it's right at hand. And mm-hmm. because sometimes— And it's untaxed. Yeah. No, what are you talking about? <laughs> I would never— <laughs> <laughs> No, but it's true. It's like, like please sometimes don't worry, it'll come <laughs> And you'll have an amount of money that you haven't seen in a long time. And yeah. you're just like, oh, I feel so good. So good, yeah. I, so I had two primary side jobs. The first was that I worked at the Roosevelt Hotel, which is this like kind of fancy. bougie, fancy Hollywood hotel. I think I maybe have talked to you about this. Maybe not. But I worked at this bar that was – it's called the Spare Room, and it has these bowling – this bowling alley oh, in did, it. yeah. And I was the bowling attendant. Um, and so I would get tips on, like, providing, like, bowling service to this. And it was a, like, a hot celebrity haunt for a minute. And uh, so people like Adam Levine would come in and bowl oh. with all their friends. <laughs> and then I would, like, make ridiculous tips. Adam Levine paid for my improv classes for two years straight just based Amazing. on, like, coming in and being, like, Like in tipping. one shot? He would do – this is crazy. So he would tip, like – so the bowling alley was $100 an hour per lane to bowl. Wow. And he would take up both lanes, and then it was a 20% service charge immediately per hour. And then he would always tip me $200 on top of the bill. Wow. So he would come in, like, once every other month, and I would walk away with, like, 300 bucks in tips in one night. And it wow. was, like, insane. It was the best. Um, and then some nights it was $4. Like, it was <laughs> so – yeah. Um, it was crazy. That's wow. pretty – I thought that story was going to lead to, like, Hollywood cougars just, like, pouncing you. But oh, I love that, that, that was part of that life direction. there. That was not – yes. Not fun. But, yes. Like, uh, I saw the scratch marks. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. Um, this is another dirty little secret. Like Roosevelt, because so much so much tipping is electronic now, you're supposed to – there was a thing where you're like, if you do get cash tips, you're supposed to also enter that in as a, as a taxable income. But I was like, I'm already getting taxed on so many electronic tips. If people slip me a 20 here and there, I'm like, I'm not telling anybody yeah. about that. <laughs> No way. I did that. That's my money. That's for like, me. Yeah. yeah. They didn't give it to you. Be like, give some of this to Uncle yes. Sam. And then karmically in 2017, I was audited. So <laughs> <The laughs> independent IR- of that, totally independent <laughs> of that behavior, I was audited. Uh, I didn't do anything and I won. So I should say that too. Uh, good. But it sucks. We're all in good standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's good here. With our Stay uncle. away from me. I don't think that Uncle Sam <laughs> listens to this podcast. You never know. His ass yeah. is everywhere. <laughs> we did have a thing where all the electronics in here that's true about an hour ago went yep. dead everything just my phone zip, zip, zip. literally is kaput Whoa. now my phone just started it was on do not disturb it started going <laughs> i'm in do not disturb mode just so you know Weird. all at once and then all this equipment went down yeah it recording was recording all in one fell swoop obviously it was uncle sam they don't want you to know no it was these the money facts it was the demogorgon mm. oh i was making a transition oh sorry <laughs> facts I thought you were going to cross promo to Stranger Things at that point. I mean, um, no, we're not. We would take some Stranger Things money. Hey. <laughs> um, yeah, let's dig in a little bit deeper with some yes. facts on this week's topic. First, a quick definition of biweekly pay. What are we talking about? It's when you get paid every two weeks. There are different schedules. Like right now, I think we're first and 15th, first and last, 15th and last or something. I don't know. It is different. There are like two more days in between paydays sometimes, and I feel it. Some people also get paid every two weeks regardless. So some months they'll get paid three paychecks, some months they'll only get two paychecks. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, biweekly pay is the most common pay frequency in the U.S. for private employers. 37% of businesses pay their employees on that schedule. Um, For people who get paid every other week based on the day of the week, uh, such as every other Friday, uh, a quirk of biweekly pay is just what Yasmin said. Every year has two months with three paychecks instead of two. And if your prefrontal cortex is not working <laughs> like mine wasn't working, it's like, uh-oh, three paychecks, we balling out yep. instead of <laughs> We save and strong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, for 2019, for most people, those months are March and August. So uh, look out, celebrate. It's about to rain. The three paycheck months? That's right. A downside of biweekly pay can be that even though you're getting paid twice a month, most of your bills are due once a month, which gets confusing. (sighs) Especially when one of those bills is rent. And if you're living in a very expensive place, a lot of times one paycheck can go all the way to your rent, uh, which is a life that I have lived. (laughs) And it hurts. <laughs> yeah. In this very moment. That's right. <laughs> um, anything popping for you off of that? I mean, I think you hear a lot of people say that they try to plan ahead, but it's just really, really hard. Like, we know that we should be holding for the next thing, but... A lot of people I talk to are parents, so it's oftentimes like, well, my kid needs this thing now. And so suddenly you just go into like, I would do anything for my kids. Like, yeah, I'm going to kind of maybe screw myself up a little to make sure that my kid can go to sign up for basketball or that my kid can, you know, um, do this after school program that they want to do or get that freaking thing to shut them up. Um. Is that the name of the toy? It's not all noble. It's a freaking thing (laughs) to shut them up. Come in the stores this Christmas. Yeah. (laughs) Um. (laughs) It's by VTech. Is that a company? Sure, why not? Yeah. Let's take it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like you have these what-will-aid plans, um, and the math is always changing, right? Yeah. It's also like at – I remember very distinctly that the sort of rent time being a – like uh, just so deeply unstable and like the weird anxiety that comes in the like week after that you just paid rent and you haven't paid again and you're like god i hope something weird doesn't happen like we get a picture i remember being in new york and doing a city bike which is like rental bikes and they put a hundred dollar hold on my debit card and they like give it back to you but it caused me to overdraw my account and i was like well now i'm out like 40 bucks for a thing that was supposed to cost me a dollar and like (laughs) 
That, was, that's awful. That's yeah. a lot. It was wow. crazy. Yeah. And it was like right around the time. It was like, I just didn't have that kind of like flow in either direction. Room. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No yeah. wiggle room, which is just like, yeah. And that's a stressor that like people in that, in that zone have to deal with um, that. Yeah, that's just like a weird added thing of that. One of the themes we see a lot with the research is there's so much, I think, to what you're saying, like pressure to be perfect. Like that one little thing threw you off and now it's like it costs supposed to cost you a dollar, cost you $40 because if every single thing isn't perfect, suddenly it just creates a domino effect of everything just imploding. And at some point you just start going, ah, fuck it. Totally. <laughs> like, yeah. You know? That's like, like what we were talking about in the episode with my mom, that people with a lot more money can afford mistakes. Yeah. And then you really can't afford to slip up when you don't have a whole lot of money. Um, yeah. And it is, it's so unfair, so deeply unfair, because also you don't have a whole lot of money. You are also using a lot of your psychological energy to make decisions and to keep track of all that stuff. Like you are in a position, you are poorly positioned to be perfect and you need to be. Yeah. And people that I talk to are spending, who are financially vulnerable, are spending an hour to four hours a week. And when you start unpacking it, you know, because we're like building apps to help people with budgeting, it's like it's really hard when you're not in that space to realize it's so much cognitive burden and cognitive load totally. and emotional bo- burden. Right. It's, so it's easier not to deal with it a lot of times. That's yeah. what I was going to say, especially when you're just avoiding it. Yeah. Yeah. Because and continue to avoid it. Yeah. <laughs> Turn on that Netflix right. and fly. That Netflix that you cannot afford. Yeah, still your sister's password. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I knew that I was a grown-up, when mm. my mom got on my Netflix. Ooh. That's right. Reciprocity. <laughs> yeah. Now we're square. Yeah. All that raising me. <laughs> totally. Done with that. You've got the Netflix. We're good now. <laughs> Completely. I remember going home for Christmas two years ago and buying my mom dinner for the first time and being mm. like, I made it. <laughs> yeah, I'm on now. That's a big deal. It is a big deal. She's yeah. like a one cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's also funny. It's a surprise to her too. She's like, she does, obviously doesn't expect it, and so she's like, yeah, "What? No!" I'm like, "It's fine." Like, uh, but That's yeah, sweet. it's like a weird dynamic reversal that is a little uncomfortable for yeah. everyone. But yeah, we're yeah, moving yeah. into it. Okay. Yeah. Well, that I mean, this is not what we're talking about at all. But there is that phase of your life where. You're like, oh, I am an adult, and our relationship has to change yeah. to accommodate that fact. Um, there, that 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 awkward in between when you're figuring it out, though, it can be rocky for sure. It can be <laughs> a little rocky. I don't know. I had a weird one with my parents. They were, I was always like an adult. They were just like, look, like because they're from other countries where like kids just work. You know, it was sort of like, you're 11, you're going to come into the office, you're going to answer phones. Um, You're going to call back the IRS and see what they want. (laughs) Like, you're going to do all the things. So I was always sort of more in like a, okay, we're in this together um, Uh, relationship. Um, I think I thought that um, because my parent, like, you know, I'm the only child. There's a lot of attention on me, a lot of talking to me about things that I think other kids maybe don't hear about. And then every once in a while, I like get to a barrier. They'd be like, "Uh, but you're a child. Mm. (laughs) So uh, (laughs) uh, wrap it up and go play by yourself, please. Um, And then when I got my flowy pants, which are the main sign of adulthood. Not 100%. Everything changed. I aspire to look like a um, liberal arts professor at Sarah Lawrence. Like, that's just <laughs> What does she goal look like? Game. She's got flowy pants like the ones you're wearing. Mm-hmm. She's got a flowy tunic. She's got flat shoes. <laughs> she doesn't care. She's got no bra on. Oh. <laughs> All her students call her by her first name. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's cool teacher. Yeah, she yeah. really With is. With a side pony? Always. Like a backside pony? Like a little side pony. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like two-thirds of the way there. Yeah, I was going to say, as far as things to aspire to, that's very achievable. As soon as Zeke leaves, this bra is coming. (laughs) I respect a goal that can be immediately accomplished. That's right. We're talking about immediacy here and how to reward that part of your brain. Yep, smaller, sooner reward. That's right. There you go. All right, um, we had a few facts, but I think now is probably about the time we should get into our action item. You want to sing that for us, Just action item. Little atonal. I like Beautiful. it. Beautiful. I love you it. Know. I love it. 
Each week, we give you a simple thing you can do right away to get better at money. And this week, your action item has got a few steps because this is a little hard. <laughs> yeah. So um, think about the future and budget each paycheck. A lot of people we've talked to in our research already think about where each paycheck goes. The tricky part is including saving for irregular and long-term expenses. So let's start simple. These are the things most people do, and we're going to add a few things on there. So you're probably, hopefully, already thinking about making a list of all your recurring bills with the amounts and the due dates, just so you can see what you have in totality. Next, list your expenses that are needs like groceries and gas, and think about how much they cost in a two-week period. Lastly, take account of things you need to set aside money for are the big expenses that are seasonal, like back-to-school supplies, holidays, or other non-bill expenses that come up. Um, and also, if you can, if the math works out, think about savings. Now that you have like a good list that doesn't just take into account what's happening in the next two weeks, but looks a little bit further out, assign a bit of money from each paycheck to make sure it gets allotted. If you get paid on the 1st and the 15th and all of your bills and rent are due on the 1st, see if you can reschedule some of your bills. A lot of people will work with you. Um, phone providers, cable providers will let you change your due date so that you can say, okay, I'm going to move some things to after the 15th. So what? it's a little more balanced out. That's amazing. It is amazing. I didn't know that. Yeah, they want you to pay on time. <laughs> they <laughs> want your money. Mm. So anything they can do to get your money, they're gonna, they'll work with you. Ooh. Yeah. And then, like we said, since rent will sometimes take up your whole paycheck, know that or it's more. coming up. Or more. Know that it's coming up. So set a little bit aside so you're not just totally depleted after the first. And then as you do that, sort of list out. So know like, okay, from this pay period, I'm going to set aside this. And just have it chunked out. I've also seen people do... Uh, cool things where they sort of put a few things on autopilot where a lot of people get money back from the government around that tax season time. And it's very tempting to just be like, I'm going to just blow it. Let's go. Like, <laughs> I want to go do something, go on vacation or just like treat yourself. A nice way to treat yourself is just to take one burden off your back. So take that money that you get back, set it up to an account and set up a bill that just stresses you out every month to it. So if it's your student loan that just feels like a burden every month, take your whole refund savings, put it in a savings account, set it up so that every month that thing is just taking a little bit out, paying your student loans every month just to get it off your back. I like stuff like that, too, that you can set up that way um, because you're trying to avoid it anyway. And at least you'll have some relief in knowing that it's just going and you don't have to think about yeah. it. And if you can separate your money out or have two checking accounts. So one checking account is like your spending money and another checking account is just all your bill money. That can make it easier, too, because it's not like you're looking at this, you know, glass of water that's I don't know, it's a glass of water, but this <laughs> this volume that's always changing, going up and down, you sort of know one thing is like set, like set it and forget it. A seesaw? What goes up and down? An I was elevator. About vol volumes of things. You're doing wave I know. hands. Nobody can see that, though. <laughs> that's for I'm you. I'm just trying to help. <laughs> Thanks. So yeah, those are that's our action item. It's a lot of action items. There's a lot of action items. It's just some things. If you could even just do one of those things, just pick one. It's something. Yeah. It's a, it's a step. Knowing all of your expenses mm -hmm. is a big one for me. Because I always am overestimating how much I should have left over because I'm forgetting about, like, some – like, <sighs> I donated to a political party once. Yeah. But uh, guess what? I'm still donating. <laughs> and I didn't know <laughs> until I went back and was like, what? is that charge and how do I stop it? Um, so like having eyeballs on that stuff is is really important because a lot of some of that stuff can sneak up on you. And if you have a smartphone, you could put it on your calendar, put a recurring calendar like, okay, so you can see it. It's like a weirdly vulnerable thing to look at all your stuff laid out like that. Like I think sometimes, even to this day, it's like getting over that initial hump of like, it's going to be okay when I look at right. all this money going wherever it's going. Um, yeah. I don't know. What's the worst thing that could happen? Um, yeah, nothing. It's, it's a, <laughs> it's, yeah, well, the worst thing that could happen is like you would, it would change your, it would add to the cognitive load and mm -hmm. add a piece of like, I feel heavier about this. But also it's like, I think it's it's certainly a denial tactic where you're like, uh, I just would rather not, you know? Um, <laughs> right. And, yeah, I think that's okay for people who have for who have so much money that it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> but that is not 
almost everybody else, you know, everyone yeah. in the world. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I think, like, yes, you you may feel that horrible feeling of like, oh, God, what's about to happen when I look yeah. at all these things? Just, like, sit with it, acknowledge it, and experience it as you're doing the thing. Like, you don't have to wait until you feel good and ready to do this stuff because that probably means you won't ever do it yeah (laughs) i think it's like i do think it all is wrapped up in that prefrontal cortex business and realizing too that it's like you can also accelerate that process a little bit by like being like all right this is a problem area for me a little bit uh let me let me know that i won't do it naturally so add a little bit of effort and conscious thought into being like I'm going to just do it, you know, and sort of take that plunge a little bit. Yeah. Um, reward yourself if you have to. Be like, I'm going to yeah. get some ice cream after I yeah. do my budget. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And hopefully it, I don't know. It's the same as like making doctor's appointments, like yes. regular checkups. It's pre, it's, yeah, it's preventative care at the end of the day, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Is ice cream your reward? No, not I'm lactose intolerant. Oh. Uh, sorry, I don't, don't know why I said that. I do like ice cream. Uh, I mean, nobody doesn't like. Ice I know. Cream. Yeah, I I like sorbet. Mm. That is a type of ice cream. It, uh, okay. <laughs> or it's like a you know, it's a cold treat. It's a cold treat. I yeah. do like a cold treat. Yeah. I'm also lactose intolerant. Yeah. What up? What up? Black Get yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get used to it, uh, or don't, because. I don't want to do that to you. Anyway. Do what you want. No, we won't go into any details. <laughs> it's time for, and this time, I think Yasmin and I should lay down this track. Okay. It's time for It Was Worth It. Are you ready? Let's go. I am. It was worth it. Oh, it's like an ASMR version. That's right. <laughs> Enjoy your tingles. We just did that for you. I looked deep into Dara's eyes and mm-hmm. did what I'm, her soul told me to do. That's right. I feel very, <laughs> very uncomfortable. <laughs> it was worth it as a segment where each of us share something that we spent money on recently that we feel like was worth it because all of this talk about money constraint can sometimes make you feel like you shouldn't be spending any money and we want to just, you know, acknowledge, hey, we spend money on things. And it's worth it. It's not always bad. It's not always bad. Sometimes it's real fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yasmin, do you have your It Was Worth It for this week? No, I left it outside. (laughs) I got one. Yeah. I'll start us off this time. All right. Um, I went to a wedding in New York City last weekend, and it was with a bunch of college friends who, many of whom got an Airbnb together, and I got my own hotel room just for me. And good Lord, it was worth it. Uh, I could leave whenever I needed and wanted to. Mm-hmm. I could go to the bathroom with the door open. Uh, so important. It was great. I left it a mess. It was my space. And it really, yeah, it allowed for me to be more sort of like present and fun at the wedding because I was not like, oh, God, I got to rush. I got to get in the shower before everybody else does. You right. know, it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like a, a weddings to require a lot of emotional energy, even if it's your close friends. And I yes. felt like having that space to myself that I spent money on helped me take it on in a way that was like more. Yeah. Felt felt more like the way that I wanted to do it. Yeah. You know? yeah. Healthier it, for you and everybody around. Yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. And the closer you are, the more. Yeah, of a emotional burden it is. Not burden. <laughs> the more of an emotional, like, investment it is. Yeah. Because you want to, like, really—you care about those people. For sure. So you actually want to have good interactions. Yeah. And that takes energy. I really want to dig into one thing you said, which I, I can't let go. Uh-oh. Which is— um, <laughs> Go to the bathroom with the door open? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, okay, I do this, and my husband sure. is like, you are crazy. And also because in my house, the way that it's designed right now— if you go to the bathroom with the door open, it faces our front door, which is glass. Mm, that's fun. <laughs> but it does, but there are steps there. So it's not just like anybody's going to walk past. Yeah, that's true. But right, but, it's a it's a thing. Oh, so for me, it is a hotel-specific behavior. <laughs> Interesting. I'm, do you yes. have roommates? I'm garbage. I do have roommates. <laughs> okay. Yes, which is, yeah. Um, but I like, I, there's something, I all, in almost every hotel room that's just mine, I'm like, it, there's something, like, bad about it. And I like, I like it. Uh, to me, I'm like, it's not even bad. It's just the way that I am. Yeah. Uh, I live in this house. Nobody else is home except for my husband. He signed up for this. Yeah. And this is what's happening. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I feel alone in there when the door's closed. Okay, I get that. That's what magazines are for. (laughs) And my cat is also always like, let me in. I don't want you to be alone in there. Right. 
I guess, yeah, I, I live by myself and I don't know if I open or close the doors or what. I guess I do usually try to close doors behind me. Like, what is that movie called? The Others, where those kids were allergic to sunlight. So you had to close the door. Oh. Um, mm. It's a Nicole Kidman movie. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> current movie recommendations. Horror movie. <laughs> with Tara M. Wilson. We're real current. Nice. I'm super current. Um, while you're there, check out Stepford Wives. <laughs> Show. <laughs> Just, you know, catch up with us. Yeah. Um, I have a dog, and so I, I also have carpet. So when I used to have hardwood, I used to know where he was at all times because I could hear like the tick, 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 tick. And I would, it's like, it's like a homing call <laughs> that I had. I uh, echo location with my dog, but now that he's on carpet, he's silent. He sneaks <laughs> up on you. He sneaks up on me. Mm. So I have to close doors so that I can keep track of where he is. He's a quiet guy. Aww. Yeah. All right. What about now? <laughs> yeah. What about now? What's your? <laughs> <laughs> it was worth it, Dara. <laughs> um, I got my septum pierced a little bit uh, earlier this year. It was a nice bonding trip with uh, Jane, our executive producer, um, and me. I was there too. You were not uh, when oh, we I was got there th- pierced. <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave me out. <laughs> not correct. Uh, <laughs> I was there for the second part of this. You were. So this was the part that was worth it. I switched out the rings because the one that they had to use to pierce it had a giant star in it. And I felt like it just made me look, I don't know, like a 13-year-old girl who is really into Lisa Frank. Like, it's like <laughs> not the vibe that I was going for. So now I have something that's like a little bit more subtle with like a couple well-placed jewels um, and I wanted to get that done before I had my college reunion um, because I'm desperate for those people to respect Hell me. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not flexing there, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, fresh hair, fresh jewelry. I did it all and it, it was it was worth it, I think. Did you I get didn't... compliments at the reunion about it? I did. Nice. Yeah, I did not totally worth it. get a lot of responses on the survey that I sent out. What think about Darren now that you've seen her after <laughs> however many years um but yeah it made me feel great and every time I like catch a little glimpse of myself like it makes me feel more like myself I'm like yeah that's, that's right. important it is that important person to, yeah looks like that look yeah. in the mirror and see yourself is very totally. important that's right it's a good thing yeah awesome and now it is time for Yasmin to give her it was worth it it really is it's its own segment <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, it's tomorrow at this point. You never know when it's going to come. We're always ramping up into it. It may arrive now, but I'm not holding out hope. Yeah, we're not sure. I have a list and it's in the other room now. Um, But you also have your brain. brain, Which I told you is not working (laughs) because I have all these IVF hormones running through my body. Yes. And so I'm just a crazy person. (laughs) I have no brain. Um. Okay, I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to visualize my list. I did prenatal vitamins already. Were those worth it or no? They were. Uh, They were so worth it. Um, Maybe that's it. Maybe we found it. We did. Oh, you know what's worth it? What is? We are staying in an Airbnb right now, and they charge $50 extra to heat the pool for the day. Yes. And we're just like, you know what? Heat that pool. Hell yeah. (laughs) We did some evening swimming last night. Yep. Oh, we're going to do some evening swimming yes. tonight. And I don't care. Worth every penny. I want to yep. swim at night. Worth every penny. I actually, yes. I, I, you went to bed and I got back in the pool. Oh, you did? Yeah. Wow. And I felt bad. I was like, maybe I'm splashing too loudly. She's going to hear me. I was so knocked I out. Went back into the room. No, I was so knocked out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was worth it for pool. both of us. <laughs> Well, also it was worth it because we're splitting that. Oh, <laughs> no. yeah, and uh, <laughs> it's not like this is a work trip, but the it was an add-on. It's that an our add-on work is that not gonna pay we for. are going to pay yeah. for. Yeah, but I think it's so worth it because swimming sure. at night is it's way better than swimming in the day, just because <laughs> I don't know. It, there's like a, a cool factor to it. It's like. I was thinking wild things, but we're not going there. Um, <laughs> oh, man. We are colleagues. Um, but I don't know. It's just cool. The steam coming off. Yeah. It's just, uh, you feel like uh, the BoJack Horseman. Ooh, yeah. I'm a very fancy horse. He is a very fancy horse. <laughs> he swims at night. Thank you so much for joining us today, Zeke. Where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at DJ Ziggy Zeke, Z-I-G-G-Y-Z-E-K-E. 
Um, yeah, and I don't know. Watch AP Bio on Hulu and Miracle Workers on TBS.com. I don't know. So I'll just Google that shit and see. <laughs> you just got very uncomfortable. Yeah. It's this age of streaming television of complicated. <laughs> I the thing I don't like is being complicated about telling people where to find TV shows, and mm. I'm like, it should all be in one damn place. It's and, true. Yeah. It's if, true. If you have a Roku, you could just press that button right. and save the, and yes. it'll just bring it all up. It'll bring it all up. We'll, That's right. Yeah, we'll search for you. Cool, yeah. and Great. we'll find you. Yeah, <laughs> and come to UCB sometime if you are in LA. Yeah, we went last night. It was we so went fun. to see the improv group White Women. Um, f- that is only filled with black men. Correct. And they were so amazing. It was a very good time. It was Thank a you. Very great yeah. time. Highly endorse. All right. That's our show. Make sure you hit subscribe wherever you're listening to this so you get Money Haha in your ears every single Tuesday. Next week on Money Haha, we'll be with writer-performer Carl Tart talking about borrowing and lending to friends and family. Heavy stuff. Uh, Before we wrap up, I want to let you know that I have a show coming up. It is Amazonians. It is all women stand-up. So funny, so fierce. It's in Oakland, so if you're in the Bay Area on August 1st at 7 p.m., come see us. You can find all the details on my Twitter and on my uh, Instagram, or if you see me on the street, just be like, where where the Amazonians at? And I will tell you. (laughs) (laughs) If you like the podcast, show the support. Rate us. Leave us a great review wherever you're listening to this right now. Now, 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 now. Send us your stories, questions, and ideas for future episodes. We'd love to hear them in your own voice. And here's how you can do that. Record your voice. In about 30 seconds, give us those stories, questions, and ideas. Tell us your name and your address, or you can feel free to remain anonymous if you don't want to be friends with us. And then once you're done with that recording, stick that voice memo onto an email and send that email to hi at moneyhahapod.com. That is H-I at moneyhahapod.com. Follow us and tweet us at moneyhahapod on Twitter and Instagram. Dara is Dara M. Wilson on Twitter, and I'm Yasmin K. on Instagram. Money Haha ha is a production of the Even app. Learn more at even.com. It's hosted by me, Dara M. Wilson. And me, Yasmin Khan. Our executive producer is Jane Lybrock. Our producer is Phil Circus. Our designer is Allison Chan. Our social media manager is Nicole Maltrotti. Our production manager is Arejoke Aregoke. Our copywriter is Kelly Anakin. And our theme music is Money mm-hmm. by Antique Naked Soul. You owe me money, you know. Until, Until next week. Have a nice life. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Cheers, girls. <laughs>